0: Well, welcome back, everybody, to the Here on Earth podcast. I am A.J. Mansour, your host, Power to Morning Show, KFAN Radio, but this is my passion project, the Here on Earth podcast. It's been a really fun opportunity so far uh, to have uh, conversations about faith, to have conversations about Jesus, to really open up this opportunity, this avenue um, here at the radio station with KFAN Radio and iHeart Media uh, and talk about faith, really talk, get deep, talk about some fun stuff, some stuff that's very important to me. Uh, important to you and important to a lot of people out there um, it, It's it's been such a cool opportunity and I'm so thankful that you've been able to take this journey with me that you've chosen to support this podcast through listening through sharing it um, and and just taking this journey with us listening to these conversations hopefully they've been inspiring I know that I have been inspired by each and every one of these conversations in a different way it's been fun to get to know new people it's been fun to learn their stories and it's been fun to talk about God uh, that's what this is I mean that that's frankly what it is we're living here on earth uh, in, a, in a a fallen world that uh, we don't get the opportunities all the time to, to share our faith, to share what we believe, to share how God has impacted our lives. This is an opportunity uh, to do that and to talk to uh, influencers of faith, whether they be the professional athletes we've talked to, the pastors that we've talked to, the musicians that we've talked to, the business people that we've talked to, normal people in everyday lives that just have a platform um, of varying sizes. You know, some of the people we, we we talk to don't have giant Twitter followings and and, and the opportunity to to really impact that way. Um, but that doesn't mean that God doesn't work through their lives. That doesn't mean that they don't have an opportunity to, in their own way, share their testimony, to share their faith, to share what they believe in. Uh, and and these these stories have been so fun. If you haven't listened to uh, the, the the dozen or so episodes that we've already have that are posted to the podcast channel, I encourage you to go back and check them out. Um, again, each and every one of them has inspired me in a different way, and I pray that they inspire you, that, that you can share them with people in your lives who, who may be impacted or maybe have gone through something similar or maybe are struggling with something similar. Uh, it, it's been a different story each and every week because that's how God works. Uh, he, he comes and he finds us where we are, me where I am, you where you are, and and he opens his arms and, and speaks to you in a, in a special way. That's the God that I believe in. That's the Jesus that... That I follow um, today's conversation. We talk a lot about religion versus following following religion versus following Jesus, and and some of the the impasses and the failures that humanity has had in the name of religion, uh, and and what what it really means to to follow Jesus and and to put your faith in Jesus and put your belief in Jesus and who the man Jesus was, and follow his path, follow his example, not necessarily the example of 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 those who have come before us and 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 haven't necessarily done faith. A service, you know. Sometimes it it goes the other way. Um, today's conversation uh, is a really cool one. Uh, our guest, his name is Ben Pierce. He's a member of a band called No Longer Music. He's a member of a, a ministry group called Steiger International. Um, he's an author. He wrote a book called Jesus in the Secular World. He's a father. He's a husband. Um, and the approach that his band and their ministry, Steiger International, uh, takes it uh, it's a family endeavor. His dad and his his mom and his dad started Steiger International in Amsterdam years ago. You'll hear that story. Uh, it's a rock band, very much heavy on the rock. Uh, you don't necessarily think of uh, spreading the gospel through rock music, rock and roll, on stage through theater, but their shows and you'll have an opportunity to see them this weekend here in the Twin Cities if you're interested. Their shows feature fire, they feature smoke, they feature coffins. They feature costumes. They feature blood. They feature all these things in a creative depiction of the gospel, um, sharing Jesus' mission, sharing Jesus' uh, the impact that he had, his his message to a, a a lost generation, a youth culture that is weary of the church, but seeking Jesus. And that juxtaposition there is is all too common. Uh, people seeking uh, something to fill the hole that they have in their hearts, but not really feeling comfortable to go to church because the, they don't fit in. They don't fit the mold that, that they think of when they think of church, because that's the the mold that we've put out there. Uh, this is a, a, a gospel sharing enterprise that gets on stage, uh, gets in your face. They go into Muslim countries throughout the world. They go into, um, crowds that, that that aren't necessarily there for them, that aren't necessarily there to learn about Jesus and they share Jesus. They don't shove it down your throat, they share it in an artistic way to break down a barrier between the stage and the audience and to open up the hearts. That's what it is. It's, it's, it's to soften hearts in the crowd to, to make a connection with the people listening and to soften their hearts and to share the gospel. Um, it was an incredibly cool conversation that I got to have with Ben Pierce. Again, the band is called No Longer Music. The ministry is called Steiger International. I encourage you to check them out. I'll give all their information at the end of the podcast here. Uh, But without further ado, I wanna get to Ben. I wanna hear his heart, I wanna hear his mission, I wanna hear his story. Um, So here he is, Ben Pierce, a member of the band No Longer Music on the Here on Earth podcast. (laughs) So let's, I guess, start at uh, what you would call the beginning for you, Mm -hmm. if that's beginning of a faith journey, if that's a beginning of a ministry, wherever you see the the impetus or or something that works for the beginning for you uh, in your faith life.
1: Yeah, um, I think my story is different because... (laughs) There, there really wasn't a definitive beginning because, and we'll get into this, but I'm part of a missions organization called Steiger, uh, and Steiger was started by my parents uh, in the 80s in Amsterdam, uh, and so they originally was something called uh, Youth with a Mission, YWAM is what sure. people are familiar with, and uh, they both were from Minnesota, lived 20 minutes apart, didn't know each other. Uh, they had to go all the way to the other side of the world in Amsterdam to meet, <laughs> um, so that's quirky in itself. Uh, and then they met there, um, they both had a burden to reach, um, basically people who had a negative view of God and, and, uh, the dominant social movement of the time were the punks and the anarchists. This was eighties Europe. So we're talking, you know, leather and tattoos. And I mean, really not all that different from today, but that was the dominant movement. And, um, these people had a very negative idea about God. I mean, they would see these beautiful cathedrals and it's similar to Europe today, Mm -hmm. but they're just dead and empty right and so they saw them as traditions of the past or or worse as uh, instruments of oppression and and a way to to keep people down and tell them what to do and uh and so they had a very negative idea of god and they were never going to come to a church I mean, these were not the people that were gonna come. And so they had this burden, how can we express the love of Christ to people that are like this? Uh, and so to cut a very, very long story short, they started a Bible study on a boat uh, in behind Central Station in Amsterdam. So if you've ever been in there, uh, it's right in the heart of the city. Um, you can't miss it. And and they started this Bible study in a big red boat. Uh, and the address uh, in Dutch was Steiger 14, which just means pier 14. Hmm. It was just the original address of the original ministry. Uh, so they started this. Um, that's where my brother and I were born. Okay. So I actually learned how to read and write in Dutch before English. Interesting. Um, yeah. I grew up, you know, soccer was everything. Like Seriously. I was just a Dutch kid. And like that's how I identified myself. And, um, so I've always grown up in this environment. So I, to say that there's a beginning of it, I mean, it really is the crazy family yeah. business. Uh, and, and from there, we moved to New Zealand. I lived in New Zealand for nine years. Um, so experienced a complete, total different culture, rugby, and just beautiful in New middle Zealand. Yeah. yeah, middle exactly. Hobbits running around. Actually, I had a <laughs> lot of friends who were extras in Lord of the Rings. I bet, yeah. Um, and so that whole experience, and then believe it or not, I ended up in Minnesota. Uh, went to Bethel because it's kind of the family thing. Like Every uncle, every cousin, every everybody sure. goes to Bethel. So I just blindly followed them. Sounds negative, but I kind of sure. just did what for everyone sure. else did, yeah. and uh, met my wife. So now I'm stuck here in Minnesota forever, um, probably. But yeah, so really, this this whole mission thing was something I just grew up in. Uh, I briefly flirted with the idea of doing something else. Uh, eventually, I got sucked right back in. Uh, and, and so for me, my story is just it's probably destiny and you know, I just got born into a crazy crazy missions family. Sure,
0: and you jump right on in. Yeah. Now, I, I heard your, your dad speak uh, at yeah. uh, Bethel Chapel mm-hmm.
1: you know, probably in 2004,
0: 2005. Sure. Uh, I'm sure he was a regular on the circuit. I know that you now are a, a speaker yeah. at Bethel Chapel, kinda of going full circle. Um, and, and even back then I was, you know, uh, taken aback a little bit um, by uh, the, your, your dad's presentation at first. Right. I mean, he's got long dreadlock hairs. Hair. Hairs. Oh, well, you know there, uh, there, there are more than one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, he wears sunglasses uh, a lot. You know, inside all the time. Um, and and he has this story that is as aggressive as it is impressive and and inspiring hmm. um, about you know going into these places yeah. you, wouldn't, you wouldn't typically think of Jesus being and and, and that's, that sounds so restrictive of a God that we know is limitless and a right. God that we know can do anything. But the the stories that that he he's told us in that chapel, yeah. and the stories that you guys now tell, and you experience it—it's your right. life of of going into concert venues that are are as far from churches as a lot of places can be sometimes. Yeah. The audience that draws in because of a, a style of music, uh, right. you know, the bands that are playing before or after you, whatever that might be. Hmm. Um, you're 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 the you know. I went to the website before, dot org and. Uh, the mission and a lot of of talking is talking about a a lost culture a lost youth generation um, that is is just angry at at the church, angry at God and I wonder too maybe I'll stop asking this long-winded question here in a second (laughs) maybe this is a conversation that that you've had with your dad Um, I'm very curious to know the the difference between the culture that he started this in uh, whether it be in Amsterdam or New Zealand or, Mm -hmm. or coming back to Minnesota uh, back in the 80s, you know, my my feeling, and this is my short-sighted version of this, mm. probably, is that t- in today's day and age, you have this this culture that is youth, and maybe it's not youth. I mean, it it varies in in generations. That because of things that have happened in the church, because right. of you know this trendy culture, they're they're not necessarily against God, but they're against religion. They're against right. the church. Is that kind right. of what? What you guys see as, as a, an opportunity of, of that, mm-hmm. that new wave of, of culture?
1: Yeah, yeah. So, as I said, the, the original premise was we need to go to people who are not coming to the church. Um, and and i think that that may have been more of a thing in the past i think what you're seeing now is there is a shift in culture to the degree where especially let's just talk about the u.s in the u.s uh, for most of its history it was um favorable to see yourself as a as a christian sure you know it was very very much part of our culture uh it was respectable you were you know 50 years ago to call yourself a christian was to fit into the fabric of culture mm. Um, today, that's changed. Today, where there used to be a social benefit to following Jesus, now there's really a social cost. Mm. And I imagine you've experienced this. To, sure. to stand out in that way uh, to many people means you represent something that no longer fits within sort of the flow of culture. And, and so, um, I think what people are okay with today is a form of Christianity that doesn't impose itself, uh, that doesn't uh, make any moral demands, that doesn't, uh, you know, really, you see the dominant social movement of our youth culture, our secularism, and that is that in day-to-day life, religion has no place. You can be religious privately, just don't impose that publicly Um, so so sort of as a public institution it's become irrelevant Uh, and then the other aspect is relativism and relativism is our God and what that is is uh, there is no absolute way to do things there is no absolute truth or standard and so you can believe what you want to believe Right, but I can believe what I want to believe, and those should not have to interact. Sure. Now, in the real world, that's that's a lie, right? Because we're constantly making moral judgments. Sure. That's what we do. All the time. Yeah. Right? This is stupid. That's great. This is awesome. We don't live as if nothing is absolute. We just like to say that because it, it sort of protects our moral autonomy. We get to kind of do what we want if we have that as a philosophy. And so our heart is is to really speak into this culture of secularism and relativism, uh, but it's a challenge, right? Because like sure. you said, the biggest thing you're overcoming is is false perceptions of who God and Jesus is, right? Because people today think that to follow Jesus is to look a certain way, to vote a certain way, uh, that it's all about rules and do's and don'ts, that, it, that it's about a system of control and oppression. Uh, and so the majority of the work that we are having to do is to show them who the real Jesus is. Mm. Because they just don't get it. You, if I go into right here and I say I'm a follower of Jesus, immediately in them in the minds of everyone I've spoken that to, they have all these ideas like sure. of who I am, what that means, um, and the truth is the Jesus that I follow loved people. Yeah, he was he was with people. He was he wasn't. Uh, yeah, he he cared about right and wrong because he saw the things that people were doing were destroying them, um, but he showed mercy. Right? He yeah. wasn't he wasn't the guy holding up the sign at the football game. He wasn't mm. the guy condemning people. He mm. he he broke all the cultural rules. He spoke to the woman at the well. He, you know, for context, he spoke to the person that society marginalized. He sure. he would be right there with a who felt outcast and unloved. That's who Jesus was. Yeah. Uh, and and when he he said um, you know, do things this way or that way. By the way, cut me off if I'm just on no, a no, rant no. here. You go. <laughs> when when he said uh, when he defined things absolutely, right? When he said, this is the way things ought to be. Um, I think people have this crazy idea that it's just this random rules imposed on people. Yeah. Like, oh, this who am, who is this God to tell me how I ought to live? Um, but as a dad, and I know you're a dad, I get it, right? It's like, I'm constantly telling my three-year-old, <laughs> I mean, literally all day long, don't do this, do that, don't yeah. do this. Why? Am I just a jerk? You know, am I just trying to limit him? They might think so. They definitely yeah. <laughs> think so. I mean he's told me and, for sure. The fact that I communicate, you know, is I've I've handed this on to my son and he's now paying me back yeah, by telling oh, him, yeah. anyway. So I, I have his best interest in mind. I care about his freedom. Yeah, yeah. sure, I could let, let him run on the road like he wants to, yeah. but yeah. it would kill him. Yeah. And and so when when God defines boundaries for you and me. It's for our freedom. It's so that we will be made alive. Uh, and so, so much of what we're trying to do is, is demonstrate the true heart and character of God to a world that I think has rejected a false idea of him. So, Jesus,
0: when when he yeah. did this back in the day, um, he had the ability uh, to weave a narrative, to perform yeah. miracles, to, to really open that door and break yeah. down barriers between the people who were skeptical, the people who were questioning, the people who were anti-religion, whatever mm-hmm. that might be. Um, how, how do you do that? <laughs> you know, you don't, we don't have the same powers that, right. that Jesus did. Um, right. how, how do you and your your team break through some of those barriers that exist when you're you're meeting the lost and, and the needy?
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, one thing we briefly touched on is is we do believe that art and music is an incredibly profound way to communicate. Uh, Jesus, I think, if he was around today, would have a band. <laughs> I think that. I mean, he he told stories, sure. right? He was a brilliant storyteller. Sure. People don't identify that as art. Although it is, right? Yeah, that's all sure. art is, is storytelling. For sure. Um, and so I think Jesus would have a band if he was walking around today because music, there's something about music that kind of can bypass walls. People seem to be more open to what someone is saying through art, through a great movie or a brilliant painting or a, a beautiful piece of music. They seem to be more receptive. Yeah. Um, and so art, I think, is a fantastic way, and that's what we do. We we combine, uh, in our show, the band's called No Longer Music, and the name is what it is because it. It's never just been about music. We we believe in kind of combining all of the visual mediums, uh, whether it's dance and theater and fire and special effects, and, and we combine this all and, and, and tell the story of who Jesus really is. Uh, and so this is nothing like you've seen in church. This doesn't look like Ben-Hur, I promise. It's not dudes in robes and sandals and stuff, but it very much expresses the heart of what God who he is, uh, and what he came here to do. Uh, and what we have found is when we go into a big square in Europe, you know, in Germany or Russia or Italy or Spain, we've done this everywhere, Brazil, New Zealand, everywhere. We set this up, we draw people, and then we begin to explain who Jesus is. It's amazing how people are open. Mm. They, they it, I've had so many conversations with people who have said, I'm not supposed to like this religious stuff, but what you're communicating, this Jesus you're talking about,
0: No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply.
1: See website for details.
0: That's a lot of what it is. It's a it's mm-hmm. a misperception of yeah of faith because humans have been in charge of it for right. you know right. a couple thousand years. It's it's been us who who are fallen, screwed up people yeah. who have tried to convey this message. That only right. Jesus can can really grasp, or and, and, and
1: we we can't grasp it. Right. That's why that it's, it's, right. it's a big issue. So that's yeah, great, and, and we I think you know part of it is it's a misunderstanding a lot on the on on people who don't get it, like who who misperceive what it is. But but we do have, like you said, a, a responsibility in mm-hmm. that. I think that For sure. Um, I don't know how you read the Bible and possibly derived from that the idea that it is about like self improvement or or being clean like jesus came for just the worst people the the heroes of the bible are the most dysfunctional sinful people that he used to do amazing things and so the idea that 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 following God is just about those that that have like fit in and those that have reached a destination and those that have not is just a total misunderstanding mm-hmm. uh, which I think is why you'd probably not call yourself religious and neither would I right mm-hmm. if someone says oh well that's your religion I'd be like I don't I'm not really I'm not into religion yeah I'm, it's about Jesus it's yeah. about what he came to do for me that I couldn't do for myself
0: and there's this perception of of the the culture that in the back in the day desired or needed Jesus and now we don't and we have these other things to right. fulfill our our our, our happiness and, and and whatever that might be those are all distractions I mean back in the day people were, were tearing holes in the roof to get to Jesus right to get the the, the broken to him uh, right. to do that and that that doesn't seem to be the case with culture today
1: yeah although I don't know I mean I you know there's the famous quote from Mother Teresa that the you know she spent her entire life giving herself to the poverty of India. And she said that the poverty, the spiritual poverty of the West is far worse than the material poverty of the Mm. East. And I see a culture that is just being destroyed. I mean, you know, I I often will ask people, I'll I'll say, you know, I'll I'll talk directly to the emptiness that they feel and they will not argue with me. I'll say, you know, you know that emptiness that you feel? And they'll just, they'll look at me like, yeah, exactly. And I mean, this is that we are now in the third year of the decrease in life expectancy in the U.S. because of opioid opioid uh, overdose and suicide. Mm. I mean, I don't see a culture that's thriving. I don't see a culture that that has it all figured out. I mean, I see a, a society that's falling apart at the seams. Mm. And, and so, I think that yeah, we might be materially blessed, but I think we are spiritually falling apart. And I think people are desperate. Uh, you know, I think that's a lie that, that keeps Christians immobilized is the idea that people are okay. Um, but I think you and I know that. A good meal satisfies you for five minutes, but that's not why we're alive, right? The things that actually really fill the deepest longings of our heart, they're not in those things. Uh, and it's so bizarre. I mean, how many uh, rock stars and celebrities have to kill themselves yeah. before we realize that there is... It's not that that we have not yet attained the prize at the end of the, the road or at the top of the mountain. It's that there is no prize. Yeah. And yet we just keep on going down that road and wondering why we're so bankrupt when we get there. Uh, so I see I see a culture that's desperate for the truth.
0: I, I don't know if this is something that's forever been um, a focal point for, for Steiger for No Longer Music, um, or it, it, my perception would be that it, it is stronger now. You've mentioned it twice now in the last mm-hmm. answer there. Um, there seems to be... Uh, an epidemic of suicide yeah. of 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 young people and old. I mean, it doesn't doesn't restrict itself to right. to just young people, but social media doesn't necessarily impact that in the best ways. No. Uh, but, you know, technology in general right. seems to have had a negative impact on on the younger generation, and it has become a more acceptable result uh, or way to deal with things to right. just end it and take your own lives. Is that something that? You know, as as this ministry has taken shape and, and changed throughout the years, has that been a, a focal point uh, that has shifted a little bit more?
1: I, I mean, I think that youth culture has always been struck with these problems. I, I, I do think things are escalating and, and I think that you mentioned some of the reasons why. I think uh, we've never been more isolated I mean, studies show, I mean, there was that Cigna study that came out a few years ago that said that, you know, we are just the loneliness epidemic in this world, in this country is just off the charts. How, you know, th- that it's killing us faster than cigarettes. Loneliness is such a problem. We feel like we're connected, but... It's we're not, and that's exactly the problem yeah. is is I, you know, I even, you know, the kids, they they get together and they they stare at their phones. They're not even interacting with each other. And so there's the, the technological component of it. But I really think... When you when when you adopt a worldview, when you when you adopt a worldview that says I'm God and that my needs are the only thing that matters and and I will pursue those at all costs, when relativism has gotten so bad that uh, a friend of mine, actually my brother in law, we were talking to him and and um, we had off cu- off the cuff mentioned how my wife accidentally took something from Target, right? And she was like, ah, and she went back and they were just astonished that she would take it back. And my brother in law's girlfriend basically said, everyone I know steals. Like these are like middle-class 20-year-olds sure. and they're like, yeah, we all steal. Like the, when, when, when my truth, when relativism has become God, where no one gets to tell me what's right or wrong, you would eventually begin to work out the consequences yeah. of this worldview. And, and I think the consequences are when you make pursuing yourself the first thing, you end up alone, and you don't even get the very thing that you're pursuing. Uh, and, and so, I think we're just starting to see uh, what happens when you know we have a we have a, an entire generation raised on violent video games and pornography. Um, the the brokenness of the family is like at all time highs. I mean, I, I just think that we are we are starting to realize that this vacuous hole that's inside of us, and and so people are either ending it because they just can't see a way out. Or they're turning to to opioids because they just have to numb it to continue, sure. um, and so I think the needs have always been bad, but they're maybe as bad as they've ever been. Yeah, um, I, I've heard
0: multiple times. You know, you you, you host a podcast. You yeah. And your your, your uh, stagger crew bandmates um, uh, called provoke and inspire, mm-hmm. and multiple times in the in that podcast, I've heard you mention that you're an introvert yeah but you find yourself on stage yeah you find yourself evangelizing uh, you find yourself having h- difficult conversations with with people that may not necessarily be the most receptive mm-hmm. to it about uh, sometimes uncomfortable topics right uh, how how does that outside of just the Holy Spirit working through you how right. how does that manifest itself
1: i, I I'm an introvert because so, I think that's too binary, you know like yeah. I'm introvert extrovert yeah. i I'm introverted at at the beginning. Right, so you put me in a room with a hundred people, and I'm like, I'm not the guy that's just making. Sure. The, I'm hiding in the corner and letting my wife do the talking. Yep. Um, I think ultimately all of this, and we just talked about this on our on our podcast today, um, is is it has to come from a broken heart, mm-hmm. right? This this cannot be. You you go to your neighbor. You you tell your barista. You you risk your rep- reputation, and you uh, you risk even confrontation. Because you so care about the person and the consequences of what they believe or don't believe. You know, again, it's a classic cliche, but it's like, if I really believe that someone has a terminal illness and I have the cure, but I might risk offending them by letting them know they have this terminal illness, I'd probably take that risk. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we've just become, we've succumbed to the pressure of our of our age as Christians, where it's like... Um, I think all the pressure from culture has caused a lot of Christians to go inside. It's like, I still believe I'm just not going to let anyone, I'm not going to bother anyone with it, which I get why. But again, I think we need a revelation of what's at stake Mm -hmm. because it's not harmless it's not a difference of opinion and 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 of course that never justifies ramming it down people's throats and we need to serve and love people should be you know i I think the church is is known far too much by what it's against than what it's for we Mm. should be people that we should be the first ones that are there in a crisis we should be loving people like crazy but we shouldn't apologize for the fact that what we have sets people free from these lies that are destroying them Mm. um and so I guess for me, it's it's that I so believe in in who I am that what I know is a gift. Up first of all, I've been given. This isn't something sure. I've earned. Better than anyone else, I'm not. i It's like it's like someone's handed me a gift, and said the only condition is that you you pass this on. Mm. Like don't hoard this. And so for me, it's this. I, I, it's like, man, look what I have. look what I've been, look what's been done on my behalf. I want you to experience what I've had, and so i've I've been you know, I've had conversations hundreds, thousands of conversations after shows, and that is often what I'll say. It's like, look, I've left my family, my my kids at home i we don't get paid we 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 travel long hours in vans and sleep on floors. often we're not living a glamorous lifestyle, mm-hmm. but I'm here in your city because i so believe in in the power of what this message to change my it's changed my life and i want it to change yours um and i think when it's presented that way people are so open to it um and it but it has to begin i think with that personal revelation of what a gift it is that this isn't some cultural thing this is a this is a life transforming gift that you've been given and that that you you have to share it you're compelled to share it
0: hmm. uh, do you ever get pushed back
1: yeah a lot i mean we've um You know, we've, we've performed in Muslim countries where, you know, we've had, uh, we've started a couple of riots. We've had our, uh, the power cut, we've had rocks thrown at us. Um, you know, we've had stuff thrown at us and people yell and scream and swear. And, but, you know, in the end of the day, it's like, first of all, I think anyone doing anything that matters is going to face some fight, right? If you don't want to, I honestly think if you don't want to experience any criticism or, Pushback, don't do anything that matters. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, just yeah. say what everyone wants to hear. Um, but again, I think it comes back down to uh, first of all, it's trivial compared to what's happening around the world. Mm. And then, you know, some people are literally risking their lives every day to, to follow and proclaim Jesus. Um, but also, it, it, it's like life is short, mm. right? And and people often ask me, they say, why, you know, why do you put yourself in this situation? And the, the thing I'll often say is, first of all, illusion, uh, control is an illusion. I could get in my car and, and not make it home, right? There's not a single person listening to this or in my life whose whole entire world cannot be broken with one phone call. Mm. One phone call and my whole life could fall apart, mm-hmm. right? One multiplying cell in my body and I'm done. Yeah. And so this idea that, that, you know, the Bible talks about if you try to hold on to your life, you will lose it, right? But if you lose your life, if you give everything up for me, you will really find life. Uh, and so for me, I guess it comes down to what are you living for? Mm. Like, do I, am I living just to, to fit in, accumulate stuff and grow old and die? Or do I want my life to matter? You know, the Bible talks about that you and I were created to make an eternal difference. You know, we are created for, to, uh, for good works in advance. And and to me, you know, Steve Jobs, the Apple guy, talked about we we're all meant or put on this earth to put a dent in the universe. Mm. Right, and I think as followers of Jesus—that I think his desire to make a difference was ultimately something spiritually derived. He derivative. He just didn't understand it, mm, and so yeah. he just made phones. But I think he was meant to make a difference in the world, and and that's ultimately what I want to use my life for.
0: Well, and you never know how God's using you, you right? Know, you, whether you're Steve Jobs and. You're you're using phones, and those phones turn into, well, of course, you know, yeah. catalysts of the gospel. Or, right. or you're in a band, and you know you, you don't right. know who's in the audience. That it's about day. It's about obedience. It's about saying, you know, when you knock, I will answer, and I will follow your will. Um, you you you've gone through life changes yourself during this hmm. this process of, of of your ministry and, and being in the band. Um, you now have two kids. Um, you're married. You, you does that give you a different perception at all of of what what you're doing, uh, for your ministry, for your, for your work, for the world, do you have a different approach to it now that, you know, like uh, you have a different glimpse of the future,
1: you have right. an, an investment in it, if you right. will. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think practically it's made it harder, sure. right? Because I mean, music and traveling and touring is, is right. tough. And yeah. I mean, for the first six years of my marriage, my wife, she was in the band and we did everything together. She's a very brave, six months on the road, five months on the road, dudes and vans, <laughs> and it's just rock and roll is sure. kind of a rough world. Yeah. Um, so since kids that's changed um but man it's it's weird to see history repeating itself because i was the annoying 3 year old bugging all my dad's yeah, bandmates man. setting up the drums like like and literally yesterday my son's at our rehearsal space and he's obsessed with drums and basketball that's it it's all he wants to do in life which cool. is unfortunate for him because i'm like basketball i was so terrible like it's just not his genetics Sure, sure. he's going to have a 2 inch vert and that's yeah. just all there is to it <laughs> um but drums he might have some hope so but he's like it's his whole world like yeah. he calls our our bandmates like he calls them the heroes like he like to him these oh, are like man. his and so like to be able to see the world through his eyes uh and of course it it also helps me understand God like you know like there, I've gained so much from from understanding or seeing life through the eyes of my son and, mm. and of course my daughter too and um but like you said, there's an increased urgency too because as I raise this my kids in this world. Mm. Like, well, man, it's rough. Yeah, it's rough it's thinking scary. about it is, isn't it? And yeah. it's like, man, what? And again, I, I, I don't think I think you know. Ultimately, more than anything, I need to train him and her to be able to be bold and strong because it's going to be a battle. Um, but it does increase my urgency that man, I want to, I want to use my life to make a difference, and and I want him to see that too. Because ultimately, what was so inspiring for me is that, you know, I got to see my parents who didn't just talk about faith but really lived it out. Um, And I think they made the path for me so much smoother than it could have been. And and Mm -hmm. it's not that I didn't have to choose. But I mean, when you get to see God's power in action, when it's not just dead talk, when it's not just a cultural thing that we did and a cute prayer before we eat, when you saw like crazy, like displays of God's power outside of the church that's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Riches of the world—a little, uh, just, just pale in comparison. Yeah. You just want that for your own life, for sure.
0: You, yeah. The band, the podcast, the, uh, the, the, the frontal face of, of the ministry yeah. is is one thing, but you guys also have a, a big focus on the backside of empowering uh, the the youth culture, not yep. just teaching them and, and trying to yep. uh, you know share the word with them but empowering them training them yep. really to to go forth and 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 use their talents use their experiences mm-hmm. and and meet other people where they are mm-hmm. what, what has that experience been like
1: yeah I mean I I often say that my if I was to in the most simplest sense say what I do it's to to tell people about Jesus and to inspire others to tell people about mm-hmm. Jesus I mean that's that's it and you know for us it's like we really see that the vast needs of the world and it's not enough. What we're doing is not enough. Uh, and so our heart is to raise up more people who have a passion for telling people about Jesus, about being relevant outside of the church. Uh, and so what we do is we establish city teams in urban centers. So we have 13 right now. And, um, these are our teams that, you know, we're this band is sort of a one thing. It's one part of our mission mm-hmm. that comes and goes to different cities. Um, But these teams operate all year long. They're they're, uh, comprised usually mostly of people from those countries. So we have one from Colombia, one from Brazil, a team in New Zealand, a team in Poland, all over the world. Uh, And they do ongoing outreach and evangelism to the global youth culture of that city. Uh, And then we have a mission school that we run every year out of Germany called the Steiger Mission School. Um, It runs 10 weeks, there's two of them back to back. Uh, And this is our way of bringing together people that are passionate about using their faith about really living it out and seeing the world changed as a result. Uh, and they go there, they, they train there, they, they meet up with people from all over the world and then they're ultimately sent out. Uh, and uh, yeah, we 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 just feel like we need to be doing more. And so that's part of that. Well, that's cool. Somehow
0: um, in the midst of touring, in the midst of touring, excuse me, in the, in the midst of raising a family, You found time to write a book. Yes. Um, It's called Jesus in the Secular World. I would imagine that it it, it has a lot to do with what we've been discussing. Mm -hmm. Uh, But is that just an opportunity for you to kind of down on paper and just another way to Mm -hmm. use a different art form a different form of media to to spread that Mm -hmm. word
1: yeah it's it's again sort of the second aspect of that calling the sort of evangelistic component and then the training component and my brother and i we teach a class by the same name jesus in the secular world uh in churches it started just in the twin cities but now it's kind of all over the world uh and it's it's how can we get this vast group of believers? I mean, there's millions of people that profess to follow Jesus. Mm. How can we get them to, to do stuff? <laughs> yeah. How can we get that, get them to do more than just call themselves Christians, go to church on Sunday, be slightly more moral and call it a day? Yeah. Um, so the book is really our heart. It's like, what has, the whole premise was, what has God taught me in this crazy life that I can encourage others with? Um, so it very much just follows the sequence of, what do I do? And And it's not, you would think given what I do, it'd be very like hip and creative and all about these. It's very old school. I mean, it's just how to seek God, how to how to have a broken heart for the lost, how to uh, relevantly communicate the gospel to people outside of the church, how to have courage when, when you don't feel like it. When I've been in Muslim context and I've not wanted to say the name of Jesus, given what the consequences might be and, and how I've been able to overcome that fear. And uh, it just very much is a, it's just very much based on illustrations from the 13 years of No Longer Music that I've done and the... Shows that I've performed in 50 plus countries and some of the incredible things I've seen God do, um, but hopefully it's very uh, down to earth and practical for any context. My hope was that, it didn't matter if you're 17 or 70, you know, just normal job because, like you said, most people just need to be obedient right where God has put them. Mm-hmm. And the heart would be that someone could pick this up and say, "Wow, well, I can I can take steps uh, to being more like Jesus in my context."
0: The hundreds of shows that you've done is that's about to get a little bit longer as you guys get ready yeah. to embark on a a summer tour. Mm -hmm. Um, You got to kick off uh, the send off show this this week. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah,
1: it's uh, every year before we hit the road, uh, we do things all over the world, but Europe has kind of been our main focus given it's sort of the secularism of Europe. before we do that, we do a big show here in the Twin Cities, which is where we're sort of base, uh, at least sort of our logistical leadership operations. Uh, and so every year we do a up show. This year it's on Sunday, this Sunday, April 28th, I think, 630 at Cedar Valley Church. Um, and it's your opportunity to see this crazy show. I mean, it is, I promise it's like nothing you've ever seen before. It's a combination of visuals and video and fire and we have, it's, it's just, it's, yeah, it's crazy, but I think very high level, uh, and it also powerfully depicts the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus. Mm. Uh, so I think it'd be inspiring and entertaining, uh, but you also can learn a little bit more about what we're going, where we're going, and what we're doing. So yeah, this uh, Sunday, tickets available. Uh, show yeah. up at the door. you what can do you... get them at the door. Okay. No longer music dot eventbrite dot com. You okay. can get them in advance, but sure. doors doors pretty easy. So cool. Yeah. Cool. Well, thank you for the conversation, man. I, I
0: appreciate. Uh, getting I, this is the first time I've met you uh, we, yeah. we've, we've chatted uh, over social media yeah obviously we have some connections through Bethel um, I, I know your brother a little bit but this is the first time that we've met and yeah. it's been it's been an honor it's been fun to to chat with you to learn about your story um and and I hope that uh you know the things that you share as you go out uh, onto stage um, throughout the world the things you share impact people and I hopefully through this this podcast that same thing can happen that there's yeah. people that are listening that are waiting for the waiting for a little kick in the pants maybe that they need to, to mm. go out and do something or just a, a little boost of confidence yeah. that, uh, that, that your words can provide. I, I hope that you never underestimate mm. um, opportunities like this, opportunities to get yeah. on stage um, because it, it, the impact that you have is great. And uh, dis- the, despite the size of the crowd, the uh, responsiveness of the crowd, whatever that might be, mm. Um, the, the impact is is still there because the spirit is flowing. Absolutely, that, that's, that's what's awesome about this. So, thank you for the time, I yeah. Appreciate you coming in. It's my um, privilege.
1: And uh, good luck on the tour this summer, man. Where, yeah. where are you headed? Uh, you three different sections. Europe, okay. Yeah, we the, the beginning is so it's northern Poland, uh, Latvia, Lithuania, Estonia, Finland, and then we have a bit break. Then Germany and Poland. And then we have a break and then Ukraine.
0: Anywhere new that you haven't been before? Uh,
1: not actually this year. Okay. Wait, it's been a long time since we've been in Finland, but but nothing new. Sure. And then Colombia in December. Cool.
0: So well, good luck with that, man. Uh, we'll follow the journey to Twitter. We can follow social media.
1: We can uh, pay attention. My Twitter's kind of embarrassing. It's okay, I'm like really like I don't know why I just can't get into Twitter. Okay, I, I want to yeah. be into Twitter, but I no matter what I do, no one. I feel like it just doesn't grow. And then I get inspired, and then I'm like, "Ah, oh, this sucks." Well, maybe we can help change that. I'm, uh, it's know, no
0: promises, but Ben uh, Allen it Pierce. Out there.
1: It's embarrassing. Ben underscore Allen underscore Pierce, which is my name, which I never use for anything, and that might be the problem. <laughs> Provoke and Inspire podcast. That's definitely where there you should go. connect with us. It's a little less embarrassing. I'll get my social media game no, up a bit. No, it's
0: great, and you guys get deep. You guys go heavy, um, which which I appreciate because a lot of times I think um, there there's a lot of you know, and this isn't a bad thing, but there's a lot of surface level. Uh, religious stuff, and you guys—you guys hone in on a topic um, that has been suggested, that has been discussed in the Facebook yeah. group, that has been a, a th- something that's on the heart of the band, and you guys go deep into it, and you have some some conversations that, uh, frankly, don't necessarily always go this, the way you'd think that they would go. Yeah, uh, different mindsets, different viewpoints. Yeah, uh, you got you got people joining the podcast from all over the world that are are, are bringing things yeah. uh, that are different to the table. So that that's really cool too, and I love. You know the the podcast world is cool that this little cross promotional stuff. Yeah. It's not like you're not you're not my competition. It's, no. it's we're all in this together and and sharing cool podcasts is is fun to do. So yeah. uh, I encourage all of the listeners to this podcast to check out um and there can never be too much. I mean Agreed. you can turn it on while you're driving, turn it on while you're working and just Go Yeah let, let that one play into the next one Into the next one Into yeah, the next one I think so, I have my AirPods in my ear
1: About seven hours a day Seriously I think I'm gonna Something's gonna go wrong there's, With my brain at some point There's these studies That just came out last oh, week Don't tell me that media. No good stuff oh, Okay good Because I thought you were gonna podcasts. say The AirPod thing And that freaks
0: me out I, I'm, I'm gonna butcher these numbers But something like 75% Of a certain demographic <laughs> That's I think a, a younger Skewed demographic When they listen to a podcast That's all they do which, which baffles my mind because I can't, uh, you know, I sit on a couch and I watch a football game and I'm tweeting at the same time. <laughs> or, I, or I'm, you know, you know yeah. but but kids these days, uh, that are, weird. they're popping in AirPods and they're sitting on the bus on the way to school and they're listening to a podcast. Isn't that great? And, and wow. the, the podcast numbers just continue to grow too. So good medium to be in. It's yeah. a fun thing. I, I love having these conversations, getting to yeah, meet new too. people, having uh conversations So that was you today, brother. Thank you so much. Yeah, of course. I'll let you go. This is the third goodbye. But no, it's, it's cool, man. Cool. man. It's Thanks. good. Thanks. Appreciate it, brother. Yeah. Thanks. that it wouldn't disappoint and I hope that it didn't it certainly didn't for me uh, you know Ben I mentioned this Ben and I knew each other through Facebook knew each other through social media we went to the same school cross paths uh, in college uh, have similar friends um, have have had experiences before but this is the first time I got to meet him uh, and hearing him open his heart and, and be bold and be f- uh, faithful to his calling um, with with a stranger for, for lack of a better term was, was really cool knowing that he's doing it over a microphone that's going to be shared with with thousands of other people is even cooler. Um, again, that show is this coming Sunday, April 28th, Cedar Valley Church in Bloomington. Uh, I encourage you, if you're within the area, if you're not in the area and you're able to make the journey, it, it's going to be worth it. It's, it's an experience um, that, that you need to see to believe. I'm going to try and get there myself uh, and check it out. Um, I've heard about it. His dad came through and spoke at chapel and shared about the mission when he was the lead of the band. And now his son uh, is 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 in that band, heading it up, lead singer, guitarist, um, along with his bandmates. They are sharing the gospel through rock and roll, through art, through poetry, through theater, um, in a uh, an opportunity to connect with youth culture uh, of a lost generation. Uh, incredibly cool mission. Uh, check it out more, steiger.org, and that's S-T-E-I-G-E-R.org. You'll learn about all their different ministries—the no longer music uh, band, the provoke and inspire podcast, the come and live uh, sector of their their ministry as well—all um, the things that they do. You can learn more about it there. You can support them there, or you can just support them through prayer. Um, they do not shy away from the importance of prayer, uh, and 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 the way that their hearts have been changed and their their lives have been changed through the power of prayer. So uh, you can support them through prayer. You can support them financially. You can support them by going to their shows. Uh, and checking them out, Cedar Valley Church this Sunday, April twenty eighth, uh, is going to be their kickoff tour before or kickoff show before they head on tour, uh, go to Europe, come back, um, all over the world really to share the the message of the Lord through rock and roll. How cool is that, man? Uh, so cool. Uh, really appreciate the conversation. Thanks, Ben, for coming in. Um, as always, this podcast um, lives on uh, because you guys support it, and it's not a financial support thing. We're not looking for that right now. We're we're just looking for your support through sharing this podcast share it with your friends. If you think this message, this story had something uh, particular that might speak to someone that you know, share it with them. Send it over to them. There's links uh, all over the place. You can get it on iTunes. You can get it on iHeart. You can also rate this podcast. Rating this podcast helps it pull up through the algorithms and show up in the searches and, and, and land before people um, that might just be looking for something. Uh, and if if you rate this podcast, you support that podcast through rating it, um, it will allow them to, to find it a little easier. Um, that's one way you can do it. Um, and then we always encourage you to support our guests too. Ben underscore Alan underscore Pierce on Twitter. If you want to reach out to him and boost up his Twitter, he said he's working on getting Twitter back up and going. Um, you can do that. Uh, support him. Send him a word of encouragement. You can also find uh, their music on online all over the place. And then their podcast, Provoke and Inspire. It's on iTunes. You can get it wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Um, subscribe. Go listen to them. You know they they I, I talked about it a little bit when we chatted with Ben. Um, they get deep. They they talk about some some heavy issues and some things that uh, that aren't always the most comfortable things to talk about, but they're very important and things that need to be talked about. So the provoke and inspire podcast. So uh, thanks again for joining us this week. Uh, we're we've got a lot in the hopper here. Uh, we went through a little bit of a lull through a busy season as we started getting uh, more interviews lined up and uh, and my schedule just got a little bit crazy. But I, I've I've got some interviews locked and loaded and ready to go, and we should be pumping them out pretty regularly here. So I appreciate you. Uh, staying with us through that hiatus, following it back with us and supporting this podcast just by listening. It, it's been fun to have these conversations fun to start relationships with uh, with you on Twitter and, and social media. you can follow me at ajkfan on Twitter uh, reach out uh, if you if you know somebody who maybe would be a good fit, a good uh, person to talk to on the here on Earth podcast, send them my way too. you know we're always looking for more people to talk to. Uh, we can never have too many people that can share the gospel, share their faith, share their testimony. In a multitude of different ways That's kind of been fun to hear that too Professional athletes, musicians, pastors Business people sharing their faith uh, And the way that God has impacted them The way God has met them where they are That's cool Uh, God meets us here on earth everybody That's where we are And we're waiting for him to do that in each of our lives So thank you again My name is AJ Monsour. We'll talk to you next week on the Here on Earth podcast Hey, one more thing before we let you go for the week. The music featured on this week's podcast is actually from Ben's band No Longer Music. Uh, the first song, titled A Filtered Lie, is their brand new single. And the second song, which is titled Not Getting Any Better, is another hit of theirs. Both of those songs are available now at no Go grab them for yourself. I really enjoyed them. I got a lot of good music. So check them out now, no longermusic.com. We'll see you next week. Be good.